Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. The weather has been hot and dry across much of the state recently, and for many places that means continually decreasing topsoil and subsoil moisture. For many crop producers around the state, that means turning to their irrigation systems to help the plants continue to grow and thrive. Scott Polzine of North Central Irrigation in Plainfield, Wisconsin, joined me to discuss where irrigation is needed most right now, the technologies that go into it, and the struggles that the industry is facing at the current time. Uh, Well, we've been irrigating in Central Sands area for two and a half months now. And most any other area that has the irrigators has been watering for probably at least a month already. There's been a little rain in certain spots through the central part of the state. We haven't gotten any rain. And in our sand, we have a day and a half's worth of available water for the plant. So it's just dry here all the time. And the other areas that have heavier soil maybe hold a little more water that haven't gotten any rain, they're depleted. Most likely guys have been watering to try to maintain the soil water profile. If they haven't, then they're going to struggle to catch back up without any rainfall. But now we're struggling as dry as it is. We're struggling to keep things wet enough and not have them suffer. Uh, when, when we're in the 90-degree heat day after day, there's not much you can do. Even enough water doesn't help. It stresses the plants to a point where they start to affect what their yield is going to be. Irrigation is obviously a lot more than just turning on the water. So what kind of things do crop producers need to know in order to irrigate most effectively? Well, they would typically know what their soil holding capacity is per foot of soil, and depending on what crop they're growing, would know how deep it would be rooted so they know how much water is available. If the groundwater is full, it's full capacity, then they know how much there is there available. And watching ET rates on a daily basis, according to the growth of your crop, will determine how much it uses up per day. Uh, You can get ET levels from your own weather station or from the university to know how much water has been used. And using soil probes to detect soil moisture and the levels of it to know where you're at and how much you need to add back to it to refill the profile. You had mentioned before that using heat mapping technology helps out with irrigation. How is that used? That typically we're using just to see issues with an irrigation system and an issue with nozzles or sprinkler package that uh, is either under or over plying the water, and then they can go to that location on the machine and take care of any issue. Uh, Not really using it to determine how much water you need, just seeing that your pivot is properly applying it. Now, talking about the technologies that are within each of these systems, what kind of things are involved within the system itself, and what kind of things have to be done to make sure that they keep continually working and issues don't have to be dealt with like that? They each have a specific sprinkler package designed for that machine for the gallons and pressure that the well delivers them to uh, uniformly distribute the water in the field and keeping up on sprinkler packages, maintaining them, keeping your wells pressures proper, wells maintained, and using, making use of your soil probes and other irrigation scheduling techniques. Uh, there's, there's irrigation scheduling programs that can be utilized 
making use of the soil probes, and that data goes into the program and helps to determine uh, when and how much to water. Most large farms have on their irrigation, they're all remote controlled, so they can turn them on and off whenever they need to. They uh, have rain buckets for sensing rainfall in that field and knowing what it had for rainfall instead of one gauge in a not a specific area. So remote control, they know when the machine shuts off, they can get out right away and fix it. They can maintain them better, control them better. We've had that for many years now. And just the technology, their programs, variable rate programs can be run. Any, anything to properly apply the water, you know, cost farmers money to pump water. They don't pump water when they don't need it, uh, and they don't want to waste money. So they, they put on what the crop requires and, and don't excessively water. So for crop producers that don't currently have any irrigation systems installed but are in need of them, what kind of things do they need to know going into it if they're going to install a system like that? Uh, well, they would they would determine if they they want irrigation by this year would is has been is drier than most have been lately. And if you can't maintain your soil moisture, you may get the crop to half half of its growth and run out of water, and then you end up with no crop, nothing to harvest. So if it doesn't if it doesn't rain anywhere in the state everybody would need irrigation. When we get supplemental rains, there's ground that can hold an inch and a half of water per foot or more. Once it does rain in the sand, uh, uh, we only hold two-tenths to to seven-tenths of available water per foot. So any sandy ground, everyone is typically irrigating that already. Otherwise, they can't uh, rely on a crop at the end of the year. So with the drier weather and irrigation systems running probably more than normal, have you guys as a business seen that you've been busier or that you've been getting more service calls or things like that? Uh, we are. We uh, New projects going in, we're struggling to get product, as any industry is with the economy and, and what happened with the COVID issues. Product is tight. Shipping is tight. We're struggling to get things to finish projects up. So it's been a unique year in that. I haven't had to deal with those issues much in the past, but it's uh, affecting our ability to get things done uh, this year in a, in a huge way. So you say supplies are tight and things are really short. What kind of things specifically are you seeing there being a lot of issues with? Well, the ones that are here are being run, but we're getting to a point now where manufacturers and suppliers are running out of parts because of their supply chain, electronic components, tires, Anything with resins, plastic gaskets, anything with rubber, the raw materials have been hard to get, and we're starting to run out of those products. Scott Bolzine of North Central Irrigation in Plainfield, Wisconsin, with some updates about things that are a little bit different when it comes to irrigation this year. Technologies in irrigation continue to advance to help producers most effectively use water when growing their plants. And this protects not only the plants, but the crop producer's pocketbook as well. And Polzine mentions that their interesting and busy year doesn't look like it's coming to an end anytime soon. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.